Hey there, firm leaders. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you get one actionable lesson each episode to help you design and implement an online scalable firm that supports your ideal lifestyle. Summer is coming to an end over here in Montreal, Canada, with the leaves already starting to change color. So hope you've enjoyed your summer and that you've been able to get a bit of downtime. Today, I want to share how I go about staying productive and focused in an increasingly distracted world. But before I move on, be sure to sign up to my weekly newsletter where I send a weekly email out to close to 3,000 firm leaders interested in receiving exclusive content and tips that helps them design and implement an online scalable firm of their own. You can go ahead and sign up at www.futurefirm.co slash newsletter. So back to the show, I just finished reading a book called Deep Work, which discusses the importance of being able to dedicate enough time to deep work activities rather than simple shallow work activities. Shallow work activities are non-cognitively demanding tasks that you can usually perform while distracted, such as checking emails. By contrast, deep work activities are things that really move the needle in your business and require your complete and absolute focus. They might include mapping out your strategy for the upcoming year, developing a new innovative service offer, or anything else that requires distraction-free focus. It was a good book as I myself often get distracted and I also think it helped sensitize the reader to the fact that many of us spend most of our days on shallow work tasks that really don't push the business forward. Personally, I'm the kind of person that prefers to put my head down, work on strategy, work on marketing, and working on developing the business model. And because of this, I've developed a few simple techniques over the years that help allow me to put my head down, distraction-free, and work on some of the more creative matters in my business. The very first technique is to simply have an action plan for your business. Yes, I know it sounds cliche, and actually it is quite cliche, but this is the biggest difference between being focused and productive and not. The way I do it is I start by mapping out my long-term 10-year goals, and then I work backwards to ultimately arrive at my immediate 90-day priorities. Usually I have around five immediate 90-day priorities. Once I have those 90-day priorities set, This is what I become laser focused on achieving in that period. If an opportunity arises that doesn't fit within those 90 day priorities, I simply push it aside to be reevaluated in the next quarter. Similarly, if I have a new idea for a project or initiative and that new idea doesn't fit into my clearly defined 90 day priorities, I'm also gonna push that away. Essentially, this action plan of mine acts as my complete filter for what I'll be focusing on in a given period. This helps me keep focused with my eyes on the prize. Through all my discussions with firm owners, it's very rare that I find even one of them that has a clear action plan, which means that there's likely a lot of distractions taking place, eating up your precious time. I highly advise to have one, follow it, and then update it quarterly. My second technique for staying productive and focused is one that I've only recently started leveraging a lot more lately, and I've really been enjoying it. And it has to do with saying no. You need to learn how to say no to people that want your time. Your time is your most precious resource and you need to protect it. In the digital world that we live in, it's very easy for someone to show up randomly on social media or in your inbox asking to pick your brain, asking for five minutes of your time, asking to go chat or to go for a coffee without any clear agenda. For these things, you should just say no. 
These are time sucks, usually with little benefit. They distract you from what you should actually be doing in business. Sometimes you might feel obligated to have this meeting, but here's the truth. You need to be a bit selfish in some of these situations. There are two things you need to consider. You need to consider the net impact this meeting would have on your business. If it's not advancing your business, then I'd refuse the meeting. Second, you need to consider whether this meeting would fit into your 90 day priorities that you set out in your action plan that I discussed previously. Your action plan is there to filter where you spend your time. I'd wager that I now say no to about 80% of meeting requests. The ones that I take are the ones that move the needle in my business and the ones that fit in with my 90 day goals. I'm not saying you need to use this particular ratio, but you probably need to be refusing a lot more meetings than what you're doing right now. The implication here is a greatly freed up calendar to help me be more productive and more focused rather than just bouncing around from meeting to meeting. My third technique has to do with batching meetings together as much as possible on certain days. For instance, as I write this, I've stacked my day today with five meetings, but tomorrow I've cleared out most of the day so I only have one meeting. This means that I could bounce around all day today, likely working on more shallow work activities in between meetings, whereas tomorrow I can put my head down and focus on more deep work activities. If I would have included three meetings today and three meetings tomorrow, likely I wouldn't be able to achieve the same level of focus as I'm planning to have tomorrow. My fourth technique to achieve productivity and focus is to try to not schedule meetings during my peak performance hours for deep work activities. For instance, I'm able to be very creative and get a ton of great work done from the hours of 7.30 in the morning to around 11 a.m. After that, my brain starts to turn to mush, and then I'm relegated to bouncing around between more shallow work activities. So I plan my days around where my peak performance is. During those hours, I get right into the work that matters and I try not to get distracted and schedule meetings during those times. And for my last technique, I try to use asynchronous communication as much as humanly possible. I had a previous podcast episode specifically discussing this topic, and I feel it's the most efficient way to communicate. Asynchronous communication, as a reminder, also called async for short, is basically when you're communicating with someone in a non-real-time fashion. For example, email is a form of async. The problem with email is that it's time-consuming to write longer emails and explain things. That's why I use a free app called Loom, which records my screen and a video of myself talking. As much as possible, I use Loom to free up my calendar and respond to people when it's convenient for me. As an example, I've recently brought on board a copywriter. We had an initial 30-minute meeting to introduce ourselves. Following that, I shared a Google Doc with her, and all of the communications since then have been in Zoom. She edits the doc, records a Loom video, sends it over to me, and then I send over to her a Loom video responding whenever it's convenient. The great thing here is that it leaves my calendar open. The more open my calendar is, the more productive and focused I know I'll be. So those are just a few techniques I use to stay productive and focused. They might not all work for you as you need to play around with the way your own brain functions. But the important thing is to try to be intentional about protecting your time so that you can focus on activities that really make a difference in your business. So that's all for today. If you're looking for more tips like this, be sure to join my weekly newsletter where I send an email out to thousands of firm leaders who want to design and implement an online scalable firm that supports their ideal lifestyle. You can go ahead and sign up at www.futurefirm.co newsletter. 
Thanks for tuning in and see you next time.